Hello guys, this is Pastor Stephen. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. I pray that today's message will encourage, inspire, and empower you to follow Jesus like never before. God bless you as you listen to the Word. Are you ready for the Word of God? Come on, church. Are you ready to receive the Word of God? Ready na ba ang ballpen? Ready na ba ang notebook at tigit sa lahat? Ang puso na tumanggap sa salita ng ating Panginoon. Ako, Robin, excited ako sa salita ng Panginoon ngayong araw na ito. If you know me, usually nagbabasa muna ako ng verse bago yung title. But right now, we're gonna, we're gonna approach this message ng ibang klase. Okay, are you ready for the word, church? Are you ready, church? Okay. We are going to talk about on this subject, from Lodibar to Jerusalem. From Lodibar to Jerusalem. Oh man, God is going to help a lot of people right now. Please be seated. From Lodibar to Jerusalem. Every aspect of our life will drown in the vastness of His grace. I say that again. Every aspect of our lives will drown in the vastness of His grace. No doubt, God's grace is amazing. I said that again. God's grace is amazing. Pag sinabi mong amazing, it is astonishing. Kapag sinabi mong amazing, may wonder. Bakit nga ba ang grace ng Lord is amazing? Because it's unmerited, God's grace is unearned, and God's grace is undeserved. Ang awa, ang habag, Ang pag-ibig ng Diyos ay ibinigay niya sa mga taong hindi karapat-dapat katulad mo at katulad ko. Alam kong we are not that righteous to claim that we got it all together. We all need the grace of God. But we, if we want to experience the grace of God in our lives, there is nothing that you can do to earn it. <laughs> hindi mo pwedeng pagtrabahuan na susweldo ka ng grace. No, my friend. Because God's grace is undeserved. God's grace is unearned. Ang grace ng Lord ang exact opposite of what we deserve. Ko ano ang deserve natin, which is hell and punishment, through the grace of God at the cross, we receive heaven and blessing. Lahat ng galit ng Diyos na supposedly para sa bawat isa sa atin, 2,000 years ago ay nabuhos sa katawan ng ating Panginoong Yesus hanggang si Jesus ay nag-cried out, it is finished. Kaya nga sabi ng Romans chapter 5, verse 8, Christ Jesus demonstrated His love toward us that while we were yet sinners and hopeless, Jesus died for you. Siguro masyado na kayong manhead sa katotohanan, mga kapatid, kaya hindi na rin kayo nag amen ngayon, pero salamat na lang may mga preacher pa rin na nagpe-preach about the goodness of God because we have to be reminded over and over and over and over again na hindi mo deserve ang pag-ibig ng Diyos, pero dahil kay Kristo, ibinigay niya yan para sa bawat isa sa atin. Why? Because Jesus died for you. Jesus came for you. Nasabi ng John chapter 1, verse 14, the Word, capital W, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Si Kristo na Diyos, the Word Himself, became flesh. Hindi tayong umabot sa langit, Siya ang umabot sa atin. Hindi dahil sa perfection natin, kaya bumaba ang ating Panginoon. No, my friend, 
We don't have it all together. Kaya si Jesus ay bumaba. He became flesh and dwelt among us. And now we behold His glory. The glory as of the only begotten Son. Watch this. Jesus is full of grace and truth. Put that in the chat. Grace and truth. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, grace and truth. Jesus, our Lord, the Messiah, the one who died for each one of us, is full of grace and truth. Now, I believe grace and truth has a balance. And that's why Jesus, amen, said, him, said Himself, He is full of grace and truth. Kasi yung grace na walang truth, meaningless. Pero yung truth na walang grace, mean. It should have a balance. We should realize, mga kapatid, that yes, God is gracious, that through His grace, He changed our destination. But we thank God as well for the truth of that grace. Na dahil sa grace ng ating Panginoon, yung grace at awa ng Panginoon, hindi niya lang binago ang destination mo, kundi kaya kang baguhin ng grace ng ating Panginoon. God's grace will indeed change not just your destination, but God's grace will change you. And we have to be reminded our identity in Christ. Kasi ang identity mo ngayon kay Kristo ay hindi na nakabase sa kaya mong gawin. <laughs> ulit ko ulit. Your identity now in Christ because of Jesus Christ is not based on who you are or what you have done. God's grace, your identity now is based on who He is. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Minsan lang masyado tayong busy trying to do what God has called us to do. Nothing wrong. Pero minsan gusto mong gawin ang pinapagawa ng Diyos pero hindi mo muna na-realize kung sino ka sa harapan ng ating Panginoon. First things first, kailangan ma-realize muna natin kung sino tayo sa harapan ng ating Panginoon kasi si Satan gagawin niya ang lahat to convince you that you don't have what it takes. Laging gagawin ni Satan sa iyo, bibigyan kanya ng kasalanan at sasabihin sa iyo hindi ka karapat dapat sa ating Panginoon. But thank God for the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our identity now is not based on what I can do. But it's based on who He is. Amen. We are trying to be figuring out what to do. But the most important thing that we can do right now is to realize who we are. You are loved, redeemed, forgiven because of the grace of our God. Nakakapagtaka lang, ang dami-dami nating information. Meron tayong mga Google, meron tayong mga search engine nowadays. And because of too much information, we're confused. Napansin niyo ba? Buti pa nga minsan yung walang Google, hindi ka nalilito kasi wala kang choices. Buti nga ba ngayon walang Google, walang option. Pero mga kapatid, ang identity mo hindi nakabase sa lumalabas sa Google, kundi lumalabas sa salita ng Panginoon. Kaya nga mas importante yung Bible time kesa screen time kasi kailangan mas babad tayo sa salita ng Panginoon para nare-realize natin yung sinasabi ng Panginoon patungkol sa bawat isa sa atin. Kaya nga po, alam nyo, ibang-iba ang salamin sa Facebook. Kapag tumingin ka sa salamin, hindi magre-react ang salamin sa itsura mo. Hindi matatakot yung salamin sa itsura mo. Hindi matutuwa yung salamin sa itsura mo kung pogi ka that time. Right? Walang feedback ang salamin, ang mirror. Pero ang Facebook, once you post your profile picture, babatiin ka happy birthday. Once you post your profile picture, there will be an immediate feedback. Ang ganda mo. Ang ganda-ganda mo, sexy-sexy mo. Lagi may immediate feedback. Kaya ang mga tao mas gustong akuhanin yung kanilang identity sa Facebook kasi may immediate feedback. Na ginagamit natin yung Facebook na salamin. Yung, yung feedback na hindi natin makuha sa salamin, hinahanap natin sa Facebook. Question, what mirror are you looking at? 
saang salamin ka nakatingin to answer the question who you are. Kasi very important, mga kapatid, na tama yung salaming tinitignan mo. Because a broken mirror will display a broken image. Napasin nyo ba yung salamin? Kahit gano'ng kakaganda, pagbasag, hindi ka gaganda dyan. Because a broken mirror will reflect a broken image. At kung mali, hallelujah, kung mali ang mirror na tinitignan, kung ang, 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 ang basis mo ng identity mo, yung mirror na tinitignan mo ay yung friends mo sa Facebook, yung sinasabi ng mga ibang tao patungkol sa'yo, you will be disappointed that the, the real mirror that we have to look at is the Word of God. What is the Word of God saying about our identity? We are loved. We are redeemed. We are hindi kapitbahay, hindi Facebook friends. Ang titignan natin with our image kasi kung broken yan, magiging broken din yung reflection ng image. What mirror are you looking at? No wonder marami ho sa atin, our identity is in jeopardy. Ang pagiging maganda natin ay nakabase sa nilalagay natin sa mukha natin. Ang pagiging pogi natin ay nakabase sa sinusuot natin sa ating katawan. Listen to me. You are beautiful <laughs> not because of the things that you put on your face. You are beautiful not because on, on what you put on on your body. You are beautiful because of who you are. Because of Jesus Christ who bled, died, and rose again from the dead for you and for me. You have to have that revelation that Jesus is your identity. That when you look at the Word of God, you are reminded, thank you, Jesus. Hindi ako karapat-dapat. Makasalanan ako, may pagkukulang ako, pero salamat dahil sa'yo na cover ang lahat ng aking imperfections. Hindi makeup, <laughs> hindi damit ang makakapag-cover up ng ating insecurity, kundi ang salita ng Panginoon. Yung assurance ng sinasabi ng ating Panginoon sa bawat isa sa atin. Because of our Lord Jesus Christ, listen to me, you don't have to hide behind that mask of insecurity. Because of Jesus Christ, you don't have to hide in that mask of negativity. You can come out. Pwede mong ilabas ang tunay na ikaw. You can come out right now and say, Lord, I know I don't have it all together. Alam kong hindi ako perfecto. Alam kong marami akong pagkukulang. Pero salamat dahil sa ginawa mo 2,000 years ago, hindi man ako perfecto. Wala akong kakayanang maging perfecto. Pero salamat, Jesus, ikaw ay perfecto. Hindi man ako tapat, pero salamat, ikaw ay tapat na natili kang tapat sa bawat... You can come out now. Lagay nyo si chat. Come out now. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, come out now. Matagal na tayo nagtago sa mask ng ating insecurity. Matagal na tayo nagtago sa mask ng ating uh, negativity or negative thoughts. It's time to come out now. And speaking of hiding, speaking of pagtatago, I remember David. Kasi kung sino man sa mga Bible characters ang expert sa pagtatago, I believe one of those is David. Because David was hiding for more than 10 years. More than a decade ang ginawa ni David na pagtatago sapagkat yung hari at that time na si King Saul ay gusto siyang patayin. Anong reason? Jealousy. Nagsiselos si King Saul kay, King, uh, kay David at that time. Kaya nga si David na wala namang ginagawang masama. Kasi minsan kahit wala kang ginagawang masama, you know what I mean? Amen? Amen? Kahit wala kang ginagawang masama minsan, people will still, you know, find a way to kill your dream and all of that. So si David, mga kapatid, 
was trying to hide King Saul because King Saul was trying to kill him. Well, you have to understand na at this point in time sa pagtatago ni David, siya na dapat ang hari. 15 years ago, he was anointed to be the king of Israel. Meaning, wala siya sa trono, pero nasa kanyang anointing. Hindi mo kasi kailangang magkaroon ng trono para magkaroon ng authority. All you need is an anointing. But hey, the reality is that he was anointed, pero wala siya sa palasyo. And he found himself na naging fugitive. Takbo ng takbo, running for his life. Dahil si King Saul ay gusto siyang patayin. For the, for, uh, sa pagitan ng 10 years at 15 years, even Bible scholars cannot really pinpoint kung gano'ng katagal, but between 10 to 15 years, nag-try na magtago si David until finally, pwede ba natin i-assume na 15 years para maximum? Until finally, after 15 years, Saul, the king, died. Now, King Saul was dead. Jonathan, David's best friend, was also dead. Yung mag-ama, si King Saul, si Jonathan, both are dead. And the next in line to be the king, obviously, the anointed one. Who is that? Si David. Finally, in 2 Samuel chapter 5, David became a king. But one thing that I really admire about David, kasi si David, nung namatay si Saul, umiyak siya. Si David hindi umiyak dahil sa tuwa. You know what I'm saying? Kasi umabul sa kanya, namatay na, so ibig sabihin, wala ng death threat sa kanya, pwede, pwede niya ikatuwa. But David lamented, David wept, not because of happiness, but because of complete sadness. Ikinalungkot niya ang pagkamatay ni King Saul. Now listen, in case hindi niyo pa rin po gets hanggang ngayon, si Saul ang gustong pumatay sa kanya. Saul hunted him for more than 10 years, for over a decade. Saul hated David. Ayaw ni Saul si David. Pero nung namatay si Saul, si David natakbo ng takbo sa kanyang buhay. Instead na maging masaya, he wept. He lamented. Ikinalungkot niya ang pagkamatay ni Saul. Si Saul na gustong patayin si David, iniyakan ni David. I said that again. The very person that sought to kill David, he wept over him. You know what? That is the picture of our Lord Jesus Christ. The very city, Jerusalem, na nagkukrucify o magkukrucify sa kanya, iniyakan ng ating Panginoon. A picture of our Lord Jesus Christ. David had every reason para maging masaya, pero he wept bitterly. Now the promotion comes. David now took the kingdom. He took over Jerusalem at that time. Well, historical context lang. Alam nyo at that time, kapag may hari na nakaupo, at yung nakaupong hari ay namatay at papalitan, yung papalit na hari ay may karapatang patayin ang lahat ng kamag-anak ng dating king para masigurado niyang walang aagaw sa kanyang trono. Ulitin ko po ulit. On that era, kapag ikaw ay haring bago, yung hari na, 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 na pinalitan mo, lahat ng kamag-anak niya pwede mong patayin just to make sure na walang aagaw sa trono mo. So si King Saul na matay na, si David ang bagong hari, si David meron siyang karapatan na patayin ang lahat ng kamag-anak ni Saul. 
In fact, alam na alam ng buong nation ito. Kaya't nung nalaman nilang namatay si Saul, lahat ng kamag-anak ni Saul ay nagtago at nagpanik. Tatay, uh, asawa niya, anak niya, apo niya, lahat sila ay nagtago dahil sa takot na baka patayin sila ni David. It was a day of panic. Lahat ng kamag-anak, lahat ng asawa, lahat ng anak, lahat ng apo, nagtago kay David. Akala nila, gagawin ni David ang pagpatay sa kanila. Lahat ng kamag-anak nagtago, asawa nagtago, anak nagtago, pero may isang apo na at that time walang kakayanan magtago kasi five years old pa lang. Now, let me introduce to you, the last time I preached about him was nine years ago. <laughs> let me introduce to you, Mepibosheth. Mepibosheth. Si Mepibosheth, mga kapatid, ay anak ni Jonathan, at si Jonathan ay anak ni Saul. So, ibig sabihin si Mepibosheth ay apo ni Saul. At since si Mepibosheth ay apo ni Saul, pwede siyang ipapatay ni David at this point. Are you still holding on to this? This is really important, mga kapatid, na makita natin. Amen? As sabi ng scripture, he was just five years old at that time. Anak siya ni Jonathan now. In case you don't know, si Jonathan po ay best friend ni David. In fact, si Jonathan ang isa sa mga dahilan kung bakit hindi namatay si David kasi every time nasusugurin siya ng kanyang ama, tinitimbre ni Jonathan na best friend niya kay David kung saan at anong atake ang gagawin. Kaya merong heads up si David eh. Kasi yung best friend niya nasa loob ng palasyo, meron siyang insider. Meron siyang paunang uh, information. And this Jonathan, na best friend David, talagang close itong dalawang ito, na in fact, sabi ng, ng description ng ibang translation ng Bible, their souls were knit together. Grabe yung kanilang samahan. Talagang hindi nila pinapabayaan ng isa't isa. At since si Jonathan supposedly ang pwedeng maging hari, kasi anak siya ni Saul, alam ni Jonathan is impossible kasi si Lord ang nagtalaga kay David para maging next king. Kung kaya si Jonathan, mga kapatid, alam niyang hindi siya ang susunod na hari, nagkaroon sila ng kasunduan ni David na ang sabi ni Jonathan at ni David, okay, best friend, best friend, alam ko naman, sabi ni Jonathan, pinaparaprise ko na lang, alam ko naman na ikaw ang susunod na magiging hari. Pwede bang mangako ka sa akin na kung ikaw ang magiging hari, aalagaan mo ang aking pamilya. So in other words, meron silang kasunduan that David will show kindness to the family of Jonathan. Okay, here you go. Ang anak ni Jonathan, Mepibosheth. Ishbosheth, sa, isang sali- sa ibang translation. Ang anak ni Jonathan, five years old at that time, pero nung nabalitaan okay, ng mga kasama ni Mepibosheth, na namatay si Saul at ang kanyang tatay na si Jonathan. Dahil nga alam nila papatayin sila ni David, lahat din sila ay nagpanik. Ang sabi ng 2 Samuel chapter 4 verse 4, Saul's son Jonathan had a son Mephibosheth who was come on somebody, who was come on, who was crippled as a child. He was 5 years old. When the report came from Jezreel that Saul and Jonathan had been killed in the battle. Watch this. When the child's nurse heard about the news na namatay yung tatay niya at si Saul, she picked Mephibosheth up and fled. Tubakbo sila. She hurried away 
At dahil sa pagmamadali, she dropped Mephibosheth. Dahil sa pagmamadali, nalaglag si Mephibosheth sa kamay ng nurse. At dahil sa pagkalaglag, nalumpo si Mephibosheth. Pastor, sino ba itong Mephibosheth na to? Bakit natin pinag-aaralan? Well, I believe that God did something to Mephibosheth that God can do to you. That's why it's really important for us to know Mephibosheth. So, five years old si Mephibosheth, nagpanik ang lahat ng kamag-anak, merong tagapag-alaga si Mephibosheth, at nung nabalitaan nilang namatay si King Saul, sa pagmamadali ng nurse, nalaglag niya habang tumatakbo, si Mephibosheth, di ko alam kung gano'ng kataas, pero yung, yung, yung injury na yon ay naging permanent forever. In other words, mga kapatid, siguro dahil sa kukulangan ng medical help, hindi na nakarecover si Mephibosheth sa pagkalaglag. Pero hindi ito nalaman ni David. Hindi nalaman ni David na meron pa palang kamag-anak si Jonathan na buhay. Fast forward after another 10 years. Are you still with me? Fast forward after another 10 years, David's reign was relatively peaceful. Lahat ng tao masaya sa leadership ni David. Si David at that time was undisputed. Walang kingdom na tumatalo sa kanyang leadership. In fact, ang kanyang kingdom has expanded tenfold dahil pinagpala siya ng ating Panginoon. Ang mga bansa, nire-respeto ang kanyang leadership. He was healthy. He was happy. And then out of nowhere. This is after 10 years. After 10 years, out of nowhere, bigla na lang nagsalita si David. Ang sabi ni David sa 2 Samuel chapter 9, verse 1. Watch this. One day, David asked, Is anyone in Saul's family still alive? Anyone whom I can show not violence, but kindness, watch this, for Jonathan's sake. Out of nowhere. His kingdom was expanded tenfold. He was undisputed. Wala na siyang hihilingin pa. He was happy. He was healthy. But all of a sudden, naalala niya si Jonathan na best friend niya. Sabi niya, teka lang, wala na nga ba talagang natirang kamag-anak si Jonathan? Kasi may pangako ko sa kanya eh. Ang pangako ko kay, kay best friend, Kung sino man ang kanyang kamag-anak, aalagaan ko. Pero wala ko nabalita ang kamag-anak niya na ilalagaan ko. Kaya siguro after 10 years, bumalik sa kanya yung pangako na yun. Ara sabi niya, meron ba kayong kilala na kamag-anak ni Jonathan na hanggang ngayon ay buhay pa? Napansin niyo ito mga kapatid? Let's go back to verse 1 again. Is anyone in Saul's family still alive? Watch this. Anyone. Say anyone. Ah, I love this. Anyone. Sinabi niya, kahit sino na pwede kong... Pa- so, ibig sabihin, basta ka mag-anak ka, kahit sino ka pa, gusto kitang pagpakitaan ng kabutihan. So, napansin niyo ba, hindi sinabi ni David, meron bang deserving John? Hindi sinabi ni David, meron bang qualified John? Hindi sinabi ni David, meron bang talented? Salamat na lang mga kapatid, kung ang Diyos magpapakita ng kabutihan sa atin, hindi ito nakabase sa talent natin, hindi ito nakabase sa qualification natin, hindi ito nakabase kung deserve tayo o hindi. Ang sabi ni David, anyone is qualified. I remember John 3.16 that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son so that whoever, anyone, whoever is qualified, the only question is, is there 
anyone. Kasi alam niyo mga kapatid, pagdating sa grace ng Panginoon, lahat pantay-pantay. God's grace put all of us in equal footing. Walang mataas, walang mababa, walang luma, walang bago. Pagdating sa grasya ng Panginoon, lahat tayo ay qualified. Whoever, anyone, whoever needs help, you can come. Whoever needs help, you can come. Whoever needs healing, you can come. Whoever needs salvation, come to Jesus. Whoever needs change in their lives, come to Jesus. Whoever needs freedom, come to Jesus. Whoever needs deliverance, come to Jesus. And I can, I can imagine na siguro si Mephibosheth, walang kaalam-alam sa nangyayari doon sa loob ng palasyo. And then, very interestingly, <laughs> birang-bira kasi sa hari mangyari ito eh na yung assistant ni Saul buhay pa. At nung nagtanong si David, meron pa bang kamag-anak si Jonathan, pinatawag niya si Ziba, Z-I-B-A, Ziba. Itong si Ziba ay assistant secretary ni King Saul. At siguro si Ziba, alam niya yung totoong nangyari, tinanong ni David si Ziba, meron pa bang kamag-anak si Jonathan na buhay? Now, kung ikaw si Ziba, hindi ma Ziba, Kung ikaw si Ziba, pwede mo itago. Ano kayang plano nito ni King David? After 10 years talaga, ngayon nila ipapapatay? Na-threaten ba siya sa kanyang trono? Pero hindi. Ang sabi ni David, kung meron man, gusto kong pagpakitaan ng kabaitan. And then all of a sudden, ang sabi ni Ziba, Actually, sir. <laughs> Actually, sir, meron. Meron pong anak si Jonathan. Ang pangalan niya, Mephibosheth. Kaso, ang sabi ng scripture, lumpo nga lang itong si, si Mephibosheth. Salamat sa Lord kasi sabi niya, whoever. Si Mephibosheth, buhay pa. At si Mephibosheth nasaan? Low the bar. So in other words, Mephibosheth was supposed to be in the palace. But Mephibosheth, it's settling for low the bar. Then I can imagine si David, he was so inspired. He really wanted to bless kung sino man ang kamag-anak ni Jonathan. Nang sabi ni, ni David, okay, ipatawag mo siya. Dalin mo dito si Mephibosheth. Now, ilagay niyo yung sarili niyo kay Mephibosheth. Biglang may kakatok sa pintuan ng bahay ninyo nandun ka nga sa wilderness, sa low bar para magtago eh. Kasi alam mo, anytime pwede kang pagbalingan ng hari at ipapatay. And then all of a sudden, biglang may kumakatok sa pintuan ng bahay mo, may pibushet! May pibushet! Bakit? Pinapatawag ka ng hari. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no, 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 no! Alam ko, ipapapatay ako nito. Can you imagine the feeling that may pibushet has had? Na alam niya, pinapatawag siya ng hari at pwede siya ipapatay. I can imagine nung sumasakay siya sa kanyang Mercedes at that time, Kalesa at that time, yung kanilang Mercedes and BMW, meron silang mga PSG on the side. Habang nagbabiyay siguro si Mephibosheth mula Lodibar papunta Jerusalem. That's our title by the way. Lodibar, Jerusalem. Habang nag- <laughs> nagtatravel si Mephibosheth from Lodibar to Jerusalem, I can imagine what comes into his mind. This is the end of my, me. Sampung taon ako nagtago, dito rin pala magtatapos. Makikita rin pala ako, nagtago pa naman ako. 
This is interesting. Are you still with me? Yeah. I can see that. I can see that you're still with me. Ang sabi ng scripture, pagdating ni Mephibosheth, sa harapan ni David, I don't know kung ano nakita ni David, pero ang unang katagang sinabi ni David, don't be afraid. Tingin nyo bakit? Kasi alam ni David, takot na takot si Mephibosheth. Tingnan nyo to, 2 Samuel chapter 9. Ang sabi ni David, don't be afraid. I intend to show kindness to you because of my promise to your father, Jonathan. I will give you all the property that once belonged to your grandfather's soul and you will eat here with me. Hallelujah. In the king's table. Hindi tinignan ni David kung ano ang sitwasyon ni Mephibosheth. Ang sabi lang ni David, don't be afraid. Is it interesting to you, mga kapatid, na si Jesus, ang pinaka-popular command in the scripture is don't be afraid? And that David, which, which his name in the Hebrew is beloved, hindi aksidente, kasi Jesus is the beloved son of God, na ang unang katagang lumabas kay David, don't be afraid. Why? Because I want to show kindness to you. Now, in the Hebrew, ang salitang kindness is in the Hebrew kesed. C-H-E-S-E-D. Somebody write that in the chat. Kesed. C-H-E-S-E-D. Anong ibig sabihin ng kesed? Sa Hebrew kasi ma. Anong ibig sabihin ng kesed? Ang ibig sabihin ng kesed is grace, loving kindness, mercy. In fact, Bible scholars cannot translate this. Ang best translation there is, is loving kindness. Ang sabi ni David, Wag kang matakot because I want to show you kesed. Anuman ang sitwasyon mo, anuman ang kalagayan mo, wag kang matakot. Alam mong iniisip mo na narito ako para parusahan ka, but I'm not here to punish you. I am here to show you kesed. Wag kang matakot. I want to show you kindness, mercy, grace, and loving kindness. I don't know mga kapatid, siguro hindi nyo pa nare-realize, pero ako, semi-pibosheth, ikaw, semi-pibosheth, lahat tayo kailangan natin ng tulong, pero salamat, yung Diyos na alam natin, posible dapat magparusa sa atin, nung tayo ay lumapit sa Kanya. He showed kesed, He showed grace, He showed mercy, He showed loving kindness to each one of us, because all of us needs help. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, I need help. We need help. We are Mephibosheth. We need help. That's why God demonstrated His own love toward us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us because in reality, we need help. When I was reading this, I almost cry. And when I was reading this, I remember a parable of the Good Samaritan, which for the sake of time, hindi na natin babasahin. We all know the story. Most of us know the story. Na mayroong isang lalaki na binugbog, hinolda, pinagsamantalahan, at iniwang half-dead, Luke chapter 10, iniwang half-dead, halos patay na sa gitna ng kalsada. Ang sabi ng scripture, may dumaan na priest, hindi pinansin. May dumaan, <laughs> may dumaan na Levi's, hindi pinansin. At kung sino pa yung Samaritano, yun ang tumulong sa kanya. 
Alam niyo mga kapatid, laging kapag ka pinag-aaralan natin ang Luke chapter 10, ang laging pag-aaral natin, sino ka sa tatlo? Ikaw ba yung priest? Ikaw ba yung Levite? Ikaw ba yung Samaritans? Which is not wrong. But you know what? When I was reading Luke chapter 10 this week, I realized, ako yung half-dead. Ako yung nangangailangan ng tulong. Ako yung nasaktan. Ako yung pinagsamantalahan. Ako yung inabuso. And we need, we're, we're not yet dead, but we're half-dead. And in the moment na kailangan mo ng tulong, watch this, sa gustong-gusto mong, sa pagkakataon na kailangan-kailangan mo ng tulong, yung mga taong dapat tumulong sa'yo is just passing by. Yung pastor, they just pass by. Dumaan yung volunteer, they just pass by. They saw you, but they avoided you. Your need for help is obvious. Minsan nga, halata ng kailangan ng tulong na isang tao, pa natin sa kanya kung ba't siya nagkaganyan. Kasalanan mo yan? Mali ka kasi ng sinamahang barkada. Pinagsabihan na kasi kita noon, di ka nakinig. I told you, the issue is obvious. We need help. The issue is obvious, but no one wants to lend a hand. No one wants to help. Addiction is obvious. Problems in the relationship is obvious. Nagkasalubong na kayo. You saw that. Malungkot siya. Nahalata mong depression, But you avoided to help. And when I realize, what if ako, semi-pibusheth, what if ako, yung lalaki na yun, na pinagsamantalahan at nangangailangan ng tulong? That sometimes our body language will say, I'm addict. Our body language will say, may problema kaming mag-asawa. But no one initiates to start the conversation. Because we are trying to avoid. People are dying right before our eyes. And we don't do anything. These people, me, I'm looking for help. We are looking for help. We've been attacked, abused. Lahat tayo nasaktan, wounded, beaten. And most of the time, wounded ka but you cannot speak up. Beaten but you, won't speak, you cannot speak up. Kung pwede ko lang sabihin sana, kung pwede ko lang sana ilabas. And I'm not saying na ang church ay rude. I'm not saying na ang church ay insensitive. Hindi ko sinasabing yung lahat ng pastor ay ganito at lahat ng volunteers, ginus- no, 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 no. It's just that sometimes, kaya hindi natin kayang tulungan ng iba kasi nage-expect tayong may iba namang tutulong sa kanila. Napansin ko malungkot, malungkot si sister, pero siguro kakausapin naman niya ni pastor. Parang depressed tong si Andrew ngayon. Pero malamang naman may link up group leader naman yan. Kakausapin naman yan. Para napapansin ko ito si Will, lagi siyang naka-yuko, naka lagi naka-frown. May, alam ko may problema tong taong ito eh. Pero siguro naman may pamilya yan. Meron naman yung mga taong na pagsasabihan niya. The problem is obvious, but we don't want to help. Hindi dahil insensitive tayo, kasi ini-expect natin, tutulungan naman siya ng iba. Trabaho ng pastor yan. Trabaho na ng link-up group. Ay, ay, hayaan nyo na yung mga parents niya. Huwag na tayong makialam. 
Let me just tell you this, mga kapatid. If God is placing somebody in your path, please help them. Don't wait for me to help them. Don't wait for the church to help them. If you can help, help. Command the leader inside of you. May leadership sa you eh. Utusan mo. Show up. Speak up. Step up. Put that in the chat. Show up. Speak up. Step up. Command the leader inside of you. Step up. Alam ko, abala sa tingin mo, but step up. Speak up. Show up. Because you don't want to miss this opportunity to help somebody. Because tayo din, katulad ni Mephibosheth, kailangan natin ng tulong, nagtatago tayo, pero salamat may isang tao na naglakas ng loob na sabihin sa atin, come to Jesus, whoever you are. Ano man ang nagawa mo, you can come to Jesus because Jesus can show kesed in your life. All you need to do is to help somebody step up, gisingin. Ang leadership na meron sa iyong puso at sabihin sa kanila, God can help you. Huwag nating hayaan, mga kapatid, na tayo po ang maging reason para ma-abort ang breakthrough at blessing sa buhay ng ibang tao. Do you remember yung pagpapakain ni Jesus sa 5,000 men? Approximately 15,000 people? What a miracle. Pero alam nyo bang muntik na hindi matuloy yung miracle na nakasula sa all four Gospels dahil sa mga disciples? Remember that story, buong araw nagsalita si Jesus, pagod na silang lahat. Gutom na ang mga tao ang sabi ng mga disciples, wala tayo papakain dyan, Lord, pauwiin na lang na. Can you imagine this? These people need help. Pero ang gusto ng mga disciples, pauwiin na natin sila. Because we cannot help them. We, sabi ng mga disciples, ang sabi ng mga disciples, we cannot feed them. Kahit isang taong sweldo, hindi ka siya, sabi ni Jesus, no, you feed them. Huwag niyong pauwiin, help them. Nasa harapan yun eh. Tulungan nyo. The leader within us needs to be awakened. You are not the next leader. You are the now leader. Ang mga tao hindi abala. We don't see people as inconvenience because that... <sighs> we don't see people as inconvenience because God did not see you as an inconvenience. Ikaw nga kapatid, hindi ka naging abala sa Panginoon. Tayo si Mephibosheth. Kailangan natin ng tulong. God is looking for people that are willing to stop and listen and help. Is there anyone? Sabi ni David. Is there anyone na pamilya ni Jonathan na buhay pa na pwede kong pagpakitaan ng kabutihan? Meron po. Si Stephen. Si Adrian. Si Ermel. Si Mephibosheth. Yung nga lang si Mephibosheth nasa Lodibar. Tunog pa lang, mababa na eh. Low, 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 Lodibar. <laughs> nasa Lodibar. Now, the secret, the revelation is in the Hebrew. Ang, ang salitang Lodibar is a picture of wilderness. Dal. Actually, ang literal translation, hmm, ang literal translation ng Lodibar is a place of no bread, no pasture, no provision. Lagta, lag, kapag malayo ka kasi talaga sa presence ni Lord, lagi kang nasa Lodibar. Napasidyo si Jonah nung tumatakas nasa ibaba ng barko. 
kapag tumatakas ka, lagi ka nasa baba. Lagi ka nakatago. Asa si Mephibosheth, supposedly nasa palasyo, asa si Mephibosheth, he was hiding. Ang literal translation ng Lodibar, house of bread. Ini-invite. Watch this. Then David said to Sheba, get him. Dalin mo siya. Watch this. David was inviting Mephibosheth from the place of wilderness to a place of peace. Bethlehem, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, house of bread, Lodibar, house of no bread, from no bread to bread, from wilderness to abundance. Alam kong matagal ka nang nagsettle, kakatago. Matagal ka nang nagsettle sa yung crippledness. Alam mo, feeling mo wala ka nang mararating. Magtatago na lang ako habang buhay. But David, the beloved, Jesus is inviting you. Come with me. Lumabas ka sa Lodibar at gusto kisang dalin sa Jerusalem. Don't be afraid. Let's go back to verse 7 again. Don't be afraid. Why? Because I intend to show you kindness. Say kindness. Say kindness, kindness, kindness. For the sake of your father, Jonathan. Gusto kitang pagpakitaan ng kabutihan. Now, listen. This is Banim Mephibosheth. Natulungan siya ni David, no? Hindi nga niya kilala si Mephibosheth until now. Si Mephibosheth unknown. Si Mephibosheth undeserved. Si Mephibosheth forgotten. Si Mephibosheth outcast. Sounds like me. And sounds like you. Hindi din nila si Mephibosheth, hindi gustong i-invite ni Lord o ni David si Mephibosheth papuntang Jerusalem dahil mapapakinabangan si Mephibosheth sa military. <laughs> no. Crippled nga eh. Pilay nga eh. Mephibosheth has nothing to contribute as far as physical condition is concerned. Wala siyang pwede itulong eh. And yet, sa kabila ng wala kang pwedeng iambag, sa kabila ng yung pagiging outcast, sa kabila ng yung pagiging undeserved, David was inviting you, get out of your Lodibar. Kasi kahit na nasa Lodibar ka, hindi nagbabago ang pangako ng Diyos sa'yo. The circumstances of your life cannot alter the plans of God in your life. Hindi porke naghihirap ka ngayon, hindi porke nilalamong ka ng hiya mo, hindi porke nilalamong ka ng kalungkutan mo, ay nagbago na po ang plano ng Panginoon sa'yo. Gusto kang imbitahin muli ng Panginoon, get out of your lowly bars and go to Jerusalem. Supposedly, si Mephibosheth ang susunod na hari, prince dapat siya na wala yung corona sa kanya, na wala yung pagiging prince sa kanya. Pero mga kapatid, let me just tell you this, mawala man ang posisyon ikaw, mawala ka man ang title, <laughs> pero yung value mo ay hindi nawawala. God acknowledges your worth and your value. Kaya minsan tayo, mga kapatid, ingat-ingat din tayo kung saan natin nilalagay ang value natin at significance natin. Sa dami ba ng likes natin sa post natin? Kaya napasin mo, Pansin ko pag nagpapakita ako ng laman, ang daming likes ha. Mag-post nga uli ako ng mas kita yung laman. <laughs> because depende mo yung worth mo, yung value mo sa attention ng ibang tao. Kaya kapag wala nang nag-likes, kapag wala nang tumitingin, kapag wala nang nakaka-appreciate, you feel incomplete. Dati, lakas-lakas ko. Dati, Importante ko dati, alam niyo ba yun? 
Dati, influential ako. Kasi nung tinanggal yung influence, nawala na rin yung worth niya at value niya. Dati, ang lakas ko eh. Nung tinanggal yung sa position, kasi naka... Your value is not dependent on your position, title, or power. Why? Because your identity is only dependent on who you are. Ano man ang suot mo, ano man ang kondisyon mo, nasaan ka man, tinatawag ka ng Panginoon. Get out of your loaded bars. Hindi trabaho mo ang magdidikta ng value mo. Your worth is not based on your net worth. Your value is not based on your valuables. Hindi trabaho ang magdidikta kung ano value mo. Hindi estado sa buhay ang magdidikta kung ano ang value mo. Hindi edukasyon ang magdidikta sa atin kung valuable ba tayo o hindi. Hindi dami ng pera natin sa bank account ang magdidikta kung ano ang value at worth natin. Hindi taas ng posisyon ang magdidikta sa atin kung ano magiging value natin. Even Jesus was labeled. Carpenter's son lang yan. Anak lang yan ng karpintero. Pero, porki ba nilabel siyang anak ng karpintero na bago ba ang kanyang value at significance? No. Because great leadership doesn't have to be labeled. Authentic leadership doesn't have to be labeled. Ang tunay na leadership, hindi mo na kailangan bigyan ng posisyon para mag-lead. Because that's who He is. Pag, ka, pag tinanong mo ang isang tao eh, uh, kamusta ka? Who are you? Ah, I'm an engineer. I'm an architect. I'm a millionaire. I'm a billionaire. No, 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 no. Sino ka? Engineer ako. No, no, no. That's, that's what you do. That's not, that's not who you are. Anong identity mo? You are the son of God. You are a leader. You are the son of God. Whatever, kung ano man i-label nila sa'yo, doesn't matter. I say that again. It doesn't really matter. So David wanted Mephibosheth to get out of Lodibar. And I believe this is a picture of who we are. God is inviting you. God is inviting you to get out of your lowly bars and go to a land of abundance. God is inviting you to come with Him. Join Him. Join Jesus. God is inviting you. The question is, will you respond? Will you respond to the call of God? Ayoko, Pastor. Nasadi na kasi ako dito. Ganito na kasi buhay ko. Do not be so loyal on your dysfunction. Do not be so loyal on your weaknesses. Do not be so loyal in your limitations. Eh, ganito talaga ako, tanggapin yun ako. No! Don't be so loyal about your dysfunction. God can change your life. Awaken the leadership within you. There is leadership within us all. Get out of your loady bars. Get out of your wilderness. Get out of that dry season. Get out of that bad habits. Get out of that cycle. Get out of that curses. God wants to transition you. Get out of your loady bars. Whatever has held you captive for years, get out of that. Whatever has held your heart captive for years, get out of that. Whatever has held captive uh, of your mind, get out of that. Get out of your loady bars. Hindi na ako magiging insecure pa for another day. I'm going, to, I'm going to get out. I'm not going to be depressed for another day. I'm going to get out. I'm not going to be afraid anymore. I'm going to get out. I'm not going to be doubtful anymore. I am coming out. 
Where are you going? I'm going to Jerusalem. Lodibar may be your location, but that's not your destination. Get out of that. Go to Jerusalem. God is inviting you. Come with me. John chapter 5, another lumpo. Remember the story sa Bethesda? Asabi ni Jesus, get up. Pick up, pick up your mat and go. Don't settle for your loady bars. Magaling ka na. Get out of that. Acts chapter 3, another crippled man. Remember Peter and John, papuntang temple, may crippled? Na sabi nila, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, I don't have silver or gold, but in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and stay. No, 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 walk. Get out of that. Remember the woman na may infirmity for 18 years, hindi siya makatayo? Lagi siya nakabend over, affected yung kanyang perspective, laging babalaw yung nakikita niya, low, de, bar. But when Jesus saw him, asabi ni Jesus sa kanya, woman, you are loosed. And just like that, 18 years of infirmity, all gone. Because Jesus was there. Just like that. When you encounter Jesus, just like that. Your infirmity is not your identity. Get out of that. Pastor, di ko alam kung makakalabas pa ako. Imposible na yata talaga to. Whatever impossibility looks like to you, God is boundless. God is limitless. Your God is not finite. Ang Diyos mo matindi. Ang Diyos mo hindi limited. So kung nakakita ka man ng limitation, infirmities, Mephibosheth, crippled, nakikita mo man na sitwasyon at mga reason kung paano hindi ka makakatawid from Lodibar to Jerusalem, always command your limitation that you are serving a limitless God. Nothing shall be impossible to our God. Nothing shall be. Kaya ang sabi ni Mephibosheth, Wow, who am I? I'm just a girl. Who am I? That you should notice me, King David. I'm just a dead dog. Kasi nga, wala na siyang, tingin sa sarili niya, wala na siyang pag-asa. Wala akong pwedeng i-contribute. Wala po kayong mapapala sa akin. Lumpo po ako. Sa tingin ng iba, wala akong silbi because you can overlook by man but God cannot overlook you. Wala po kayo mapapala sa akin. Anong sabi ni David, last part, Second uh, Samuel 9.7 please. Last part, look at this. Second Samuel chapter 9, verse 7. Don't be afraid. I want to show you kindness because of my promise to your father, Jonathan. Watch this. I will give you all the property that once belonged to your grandfather's soul. Watch. Watch it. Watch it. And you will eat here with me. Where? At the king's... Don't miss this. Don't miss this. Table. Alam ko, sanay ka sa bar. But I want to join you. I want to invite your other. Eat with me. Where? In the king's table. What a sight. Just think about it. You don't think kasi. Isipin nyo, kasama ni Mephibosheth, kakain si Solomon. David, Solomon. Absalom. In one table, David, Solomon. Wow! What a sight. From Lodibar to Absalom, uh, to, to Jerusalem. 
from nothingness to having everything. Eat with me. Alam ko sa tingin ng iba, wala kang silbi. Sa tingin ng iba, wala kang mararating. Sa tingin ng iba, wala kang ng pag-asa. But I want to invite you. Eat with me. And watch this. Watch this picture. When you are eating at the table, you know, that table is significant. You know why? Side view. Because when you're eating at the table, your lameness is covered. Kapag kasi nakaupo ka sa table, your lameness, yung pagkalumpo mo, is covered. Hindi makita. And that's exactly what God is trying to say to you right now. When you eat at the table with Jesus, with our God, your shame is covered. Your guilt is covered. Anumang limitations that you have, it's useless. God doesn't see it. What God sees is who you are in Christ. Wag mo ikahiya ang paglapit sa Panginoon. Wag mo ikahiya ang, pag, ang, ang, ang lumapit at sumamba sa ating Panginoon. God is inviting you to sit at His table. He invited you to sit at King's table because at King's table, all your shame is covered. All your sins are covered. All your iniquities are covered. Lahat ng pagkukulang is covered. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. Because through you, I'm not coming to God based on what I accomplished, based on my merit, but I came to you, God, because of who I am in you. By the way, alam niyo ba ang ibig sabihin ng Mephibosheth? It is a picture of shame. Come to Jesus. All your shame, all your guilt, covered at the king's table. Alam ko marami sa atin, we feel guilty, we feel ashamed, we feel undeserved when we come to God. Lord, deserve ba ako magsimba? Deserve ko ba lumapis sa iyo? Deserve ko ba? Lord, I don't think I deserve this. Yeah, you're right. We don't deserve it. But God gave it anyway. Even your worst sin cannot stop God from loving you. Worst. God loves you and me. And God is inviting you. Come. I'm knocking at the door of your hearts. Kung bubuksan mo ang pintuan, kasama mo kong kakain. We'll celebrate together. We'll feast together. God is inviting you, church. Ano mang condition mo, ano mang nagawa mo, ano mang kakulangan. And sometimes, when people look at us, they see perfection. I mean, napaka-perfect naman tong taong ito. Parang hindi siya nagkakamali, parang hindi siya nagkakasala, but God sees who you really are. And yet, sa kabila ng alam ng Diyos, ang lahat na kung sino ka. Minahal ka niya, inibig ka niya. Pagbigyan mo ang Panginoon, lumapit ka sa Kanya. Sabihin mo, Lord, I am nothing without you. My works are nothing without you. Kahit gano'n ako ka-talented, ka-accomplished, ka-educated, ka-experienced, walang-wala po ang lahat ng ito. Kasi alam ko, ikaw lang po ang nagpaging karapat-dapat sa akin. Come to Jesus and allow Jesus to heal your wounds. Allow Jesus to heal your sickness. Allow Jesus to heal that guilt 
and that shame. Why am I emphasizing shame? Because there's a difference between guilt and shame. Ang guilt, you feel bad about what you do. Ang shame, you feel bad about who you are. But God both redeem you from guilt and shame. He took care of what you did and who you are. And now your identity is not based on what you can do or can't do. Your identity is based on who He is. Father, we thank You for Your love. We thank You for Your grace. Salamat po, Panginoon, that we are now in the atmosphere of Your amazing, astonishing, wonderful grace. Salamat, Panginoon, sa napakaraming pagkakataon that we failed, we messed up. We don't have it all together. But we thank You, God, for Your goodness. We thank You, God, for Your faithfulness. I know, Lord God, You are talking right deep into our hearts right now. Lord, kausapin mo po at hipuin niyo po yung parte ng puso namin na hindi kayang abutin ng tao kundi ikaw lamang ang makakaabot. Lord, ang aking panalangin, patuloy na maalala po namin na hindi po patungkol sa kaya namin patunayan kundi sa bagay na ginawa mo po sa amin 2,000 years ago at the cross. Thank you that your grace enable us to serve you more, to love you more. Because your grace, your love, your kesed, your loving kindness is better than life. Your loving kindness is better than life. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you are good. And your mercy endure it forever. And I, w- I would like to take this opportunity. Kung hindi mo pa tinatanggap ang ating Panginoon bilang yung sariling Diyos at tagapagligtas, and you want to experience God's grace and God's enabling grace to change us from glory to glory, from faith to faith, I want to invite you to, to invite Jesus into your hearts and say, Lord, I would like to accept this invitation. Come into, uh, come into my heart. I want to make you my Lord and Savior. Kung ikaw, kapatid, wala ka pang matatawag na relationship kay Lord. You've been in a religion, but you don't have a relationship with God. I want to invite you. Tanggapin mo si Jesus sa iyong puso. Tanggapin mo siya at hayaan mo na ang Diyos ang magbago ng iyong buhay. Born again Christianity is never about a religion. It's all about our relationship with God. Start a relationship with the Lord right now. Invite Him into your heart. Accept Him as your Lord and Savior. If you're willing to do that, please join me in prayer. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, nagsisisi po ako sa aking mga kasalanan. Marami pong salamat sa iyong pag-ibig. Marami pong salamat sa iyong kagandaang loob. Panginoong Yesus, nagsisisi po ako sa anumang bagay na nagawa ko. Patawarin niyo po ako. Pumasok ka sa aking puso at ikaw ang maging Panginoon ng aking buhay. Sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. If you pray that simple prayer, I believe that you got born again. And I pray na patuloy mong palawigin ang pananampalataya mo sa ating Panginoon. Strengthen ang relationship mo sa Kanya. You cannot grow alone. You cannot grow in isolation. You need Jesus in your life. 
And if you're willing to step up your faith, level up your relationship with God, kung wala ka pa pong link-up group na sinasalihan, we have link-up groups from all over the globe. Literally. We have link-up groups sa Asia, sa Australia, US, Canada, Middle East, or Europe. There is always a group for you. And if you want to be part of that, please go to www.gsmnb.com slash linkup. And our team will get back to you. Send us your information. And we will try to get back to you as soon as possible. Iko-connect ka namin with the right people here in Gia Kamanaba so that we're going to help you grow in your faith. Come on, church. Let us celebrate. Lahat ng mga tao na tumanggap sa ating Panginoon. Ang sabi ng scripture, kung may isang tao na magbalik loob sa ating Panginoon, there is a celebration in heaven. Amen. There is a celebration in heaven just for you. Thank you, Lord. You gave your son, your only son, for each and every one of us. Hello, guys. Thank you so much for watching this video. Small favor lang before you leave. Please do not forget to share this video to your friend. Sabi nga nila, sharing is caring. Hindi natin pwedeng i-underestimate ang kapangyarihan ng pag-share ng simpleng video na ito sa kanila. All you have to do is click that share button and you'll never know kung sino-sino ang pwede nating maabot. One more thing, if you can, please do not forget to subscribe to this channel para wala ho kayong mamiss na kahit anong video or live stream every weekend. Alam nyo mga kapatid, napakabuti ng Diyos for we are able to reach out to you kahit nasa ibang parte pa man kayo ng mundo. If you want to support us and continue doing what we are doing, I would like to ask you to support this ministry. Give financially. Help us na magawa po namin ang aming misyon na punuin ng langit. All you have to do is click that link www.gacmnb.com slash give at alam nyo mga kapatid ang inyong support will greatly help us para magawa po namin ang pinapagawa ng Panginoon sa amin once again thank you so much for watching this video see us again sa susunod pang video lagi po nyong tatandaan punoyin natin ng langit and let's fight for our family God bless you thank you so much for listening all the way through if this has been a blessing to you I want to personally encourage you to give financially to support this ministry. Go to our website, gsamnb.com give and help us continue doing what we are doing. Always remember, sama-sama nating punuin ang langit and let's fight for our family.